We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Week 13 of the NFL is upon us, and we're here to talk uh, the entire DFS slate for uh, for Sunday coming up. Uh, I'll come up next on the Rotowire Fantasy Football Podcast. Join us. Happy Friday morning, everybody. Welcome to the Rotowire Fantasy Football Podcast. Uh, we're sponsored by No House Advantage. We appreciate that. This is the DFS version. We'll be talking about the entire uh, NFL slate and Sunday from a DFS perspective. I am Scott Jensen, joined as always uh, by Ryan Balanji on Friday mornings. Ryan is uh, gracing us with his presence, uh, taking a break from the World Cup. Uh, Ryan, I was I was away last week, but I noticed you won. Uh, was that two twenty thousand uh, dollar DFS contests in the World Cup? Yeah, Scott, that was two $20,000 scores. Yeah, first, first place in two of the that big tournaments last week. Uh, yeah, it feels really good. You know, I, I could have never expected the World Cup to go this well, and obviously it's only about halfway over. Right. Um, but, yeah, it feels great to get a couple wins. Um, unfortunately, not as prepared as usual for <laughs> NFL, but uh, we got a really nice slate on Sunday. Um, I think we can – Break it down nicely. Yeah, I think it might be my favorite, uh, just like fun to talk about slate. At least we've had in a couple, in at least a month or two. We've had a lot of slates where like there's, you know, one or two high total games. There's like one marquee game. We have really good games this week. I mean, Chiefs and Cincy is a great game. You'd be like, oh my gosh, it's the best game of the day by far. But you have Niners, Niners Dolphins is a really fun and interesting game too. Uh, Jaguars Lions is weirdly like a really, a really interesting game too. So there's a lot of fun games. Uh, I'm looking forward to the slate. You know, we, we've gone in a lot of weeks recently. We're like, oh, well. You know, there's one or two quarterbacks you might want to play, and you got to figure out what to do. There are like five quarterbacks that I could see, five or six. I mean, and there's some sneaky ones too, but there's like five, four or five guys we think will be popular, which spreads out the uh, the roster ship really nicely. So um, let's take an overall look at the slate, hoping to break through. I've had, I've been, uh, I was top 100 in the $50 red zone the last two weeks on drafting. I can't quite see to get over the top, but uh, I know. That's no, close though. I was 45th last week with no Josh Jacobs too. It's like, Ooh, oh, my God. oh, that was brutal. Oh. And I, I wasn't gonna win. I wasn't gonna win, but I was up. I was up a little bit higher, and he broke that eighty-five yard at the end. I was like, "Yeah, well, that's not right. gonna help. That's not gonna help the cause right there." But uh, <laughs> so doing well, but hope, hoping to break through on on one of these weeks, and hoping to get to hoping to get to your level with some big wins for sure. But uh, 12, uh, 12 games on the slate this week. We've got uh, eight early, four in the late window, four in the late window are actually really fun. Both the both the Chiefs, uh, Chiefs, Bengals, and Niners, Dolphins, and Chargers, Raiders are all in that window. So it's gonna be a fun a fun four game window. 
Uh, Cardinals and Panthers on a bye. I don't think anybody will miss either of those teams, so we're okay there. Uh, primetime games, we had the Bills uh, beating the Patriots last night. Uh, Colts-Cowboys Sunday night. Surprise! Kind of surprised that game wasn't flexed out, but I guess the Cowboys are a big uh, a big draw. And then Saints-Bucks on Monday night. So uh, we don't really lose much on those games. Bills and Cowboys are fun teams, but the other ones are kind of like, uh, we're okay losing those. Uh, high total games. We've got uh, the Chiefs and Bengals mentioned at 53. Jaguars, Lions, 51. Chargers, Raiders, 50 and a half. Three games over 50. Um, in the past, the past few weeks, I like dropped the dropped the over-under number that I considered a high total. It's like, oh, anything over 46, over 47. Three games over 50, Ryan, this week. Uh, some legit big scoring games. Yeah, it's awesome to see. I mean, last yeah. week, 48 was the highest total. And, you know, every week on here, maybe we have one game that hits 50 and we're struggling to find games that we want to stack. Well, there's plenty of options here. Yeah. Um, even some of the games that don't have 50 totals, I mean, are intriguing at least. You know, we got Deshaun Watson coming back for Cleveland. I mean, just crazy that the first matchup is in yeah. Houston. I don't know how that happens. <laughs> um, but, yeah, like a, a lot of games to choose from. Um, it's tough. It, like I had a tough time narrowing it down for what I want to do. And I'm still not sure that I know. Yeah, I, I started out, well, I'm like, of course I'm going to stack this. And as I got into it, I'm like, oh, but I really like this. And I like this. So it's, uh, yeah, those, uh, of those three top games, um, is there one that you really think you're going to focus on? I mean, I think everybody's going to like Chiefs and Cincy. Um, I found myself really liking Charters Raiders as I, as I got into it. Yeah, I like all of them. And I think, I think I, you know, sort of decided on Jacksonville, Detroit, if I had to pick one. And it's really, it's only because... Everyone in that game is cheaper than they are yeah. in those other games. You know, like, I'd love to stack Kansas City and Cincy, and maybe I will, but, you know, Mahomes and Kelsey are so expensive, and even Chase and Higgins are expensive. You don't really know what's yeah. up with Chase. Um, but, yeah, this Detroit game, you know, Jacksonville, they got Etienne cheap assuming he's healthy he's going to be yep. popular he looks like one of the best running backs uh, the quarterbacks are cheap in that game it's a good spot for st brown and christian kirk and zay jones maybe you can even take a chance on one of the lions running backs so i was looking at that game at least for a few pieces but um you talk to me about that that chart or that chargers raiders game yeah, if it was a regular week, you'd think just like Lawrence, Kirk, and come back with St. Brown would be just an obvious, like, oh, that, that, that's what I'm starting with, and I'll build around that and figure it out. But you just have other options. I just I just think Chargers-Raiders are going to go over that number. I think they're going to go back and forth. I think the Raiders uh, the Raiders have showed us something the last couple of weeks. They're playing a little bit better, and the offense is playing better. Derek Carr has multiple touchdown passes, I think, three or four straight games. Justin Herbert looked really good last week. I know they're, they're still a little bit of dink and dunk, but they're at the point where – they're just not running the ball. They're not even trying to run the ball. So you just like you, that's good for DFS because I don't care what Justin Herbert's you know yards per attempt is if he's going to throw the ball forty-seven times. Like at some point, if he's going to throw the ball twenty-eight times, yeah, that's a problem. We're not going to have yards. But I mean, last week he had two hundred seventy-four yards, three touchdowns. Keenan Allen's back. Uh, Austin Eckler had what fifteen targets last week. So like that works out well for Herbert too. Like if you want to, if you want to just have Eckler become a wide receiver, I mean that, that's fine if you're playing Herbert. So you know Herbert, one of those guys, or you go Carr and Adams and come back with 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 Eckler, which is a really interesting play too. Eckler's expensive, but you know kind of just locked into so many targets that you can just you can work him uh, work him really well. So I think there's a lot of ways to play that game. And then you mentioned Chief Cincy. That was my kind of my issue there was just everybody's expensive. I think if I go with that game, we'll get into sacks and stuff. I think I'd go the opposite way. I think I'd go Burrow, and then I'd come back with uh, with someone. There's a, there's a couple guys in the 
on the Chiefs that I do like that are that are really cheap. There's one especially that I think is going to be a, a, the play this week. But uh, so yeah, I think that all three are fun. I love that we have three different options. And you mentioned the other games like you've got Browns Texans 47. Niners Dolphins is 46 and a half. That's an interesting matchup because you've got, you know, one of the uh, one of the better uh, defenses, the Niners against one of the better offenses in the in the Dolphins. So uh, it's really interesting there. Uh, and then you got another couple games in the middle, uh, you know, Green Bay and Chicago Jets and the Vikings, Tennessee and Philly all in the mid 40s. Um, there's a lot of games this week you can play. You can play guys. from. <laughs> yeah, there really is. Um you know, games we didn't even mention, you know, the Eagles and Jalen Hurts are on the slate. You mentioned Justin Fields, uh, home against Green Bay, maybe an okay spot. Um, and, you know, no one's going to get to these games. The Vikings, no one's going to get to Justin Jefferson, really. Um, yeah, it's just, it's a really fun slate, much better than we've had, or many more options than we've had in recent weeks. Yeah, there is. And it's funny because the, the, these low total games, we do have a few of those, become just so much less appealing when you have so many other interesting games. There are some games here where, uh, you know, maybe a piece here and there, but really not much. Uh, Steelers-Falcons is 42. Uh, Washington and the Giants is 40 and a half. Broncos-Ravens, uh, you know, every, every Russell Wilson game is pretty much a low total this, this year. And it's not low enough. The Broncos have gone under the total, like almost all their games. 39 and a half there. Seattle and the what used to be the Los Angeles Rams is, is 41. They have nobody left. Aaron Donald's not playing. No Stafford, no Cup. It's just a different team there. Um, I feel like there's a, there's probably two or three guys total in these games I'll talk about. But for the most part, with you know these these eight games that are way way higher totals, I think that uh, I think this kind of, these are kind of toss away games here at the bottom. Yep, I agree. Um, yeah. There's just so many good spots. The ones that we mentioned, you don't really. You know, you, there's a lot of opportunity costs. If you get away from one, you probably want to go to another and not one of these other games. <clears throat> yeah, agreed there, agreed there. So uh, let's jump into it. But first, a note from our sponsors at Picket. Picket is a social bet tracking app that takes all the hassle of tracking your bets and performance over time. Picket connects to every major U.S. sportsbook, DraftKings, FanDuel, and others, and DFS pick and providers, Prize Picks, Underdog Fantasy, Thrive Fantasy, and more. Once you hook up your sportsbook, Pickett does all the heavy lifting to slice and dice your betting data. You'll get detailed historical profit and loss, graphs, breakdowns by team, sport, player, bet type, and more. You also line shop for the best odds across your linked sportsbooks to make sure you get the most bang for your buck. When your bets are live, you can track the scores and stats of the games you bet on, as well as get player prop updates from most major player prop markets. No more switching before the sportsbook app and different score apps. By far the biggest differentiator is that Pickett syncs history and bets from all legal major sportsbooks. There's no manual entry required to track your bets. Once you have your accounts linked, it's effortless from there. The social feeding community is what turns Picket from just a betting app to a home for betting where you can learn from others, see what others are doing, and find verified content to inform your betting decisions. Visit Picket.com. That's P-I-K-K-I-T.com to download the Picket app today. So, Ryan, we have so many options this week. Uh, we don't. Uh, I don't think we have a lot of like super obvious uh Super high roster, uh, you know, roster percentage guys. We'll talk about a couple guys here that are, you know, kind of in the chart, chalk boring plays. We kind of we kind of start out with, but the first guy I wanted to ask you about is kind of like the the big uh, the big elephant in the room here. Uh, Deshaun Watson is back. He's sixty five hundred. Uh, moral deci- deciding on him morally aside, we're talking fantasy football here. Um, what the hell do we do with him at, at this price? What uh, what are you thinking with with Watson right now at sixty five hundred? Oh, man. Yeah, it's tough because it looks like a good price tag. You know, it's a really good matchup. Um, You know, my first instinct was that I liked him at that price. But, you know, looking at some of, you know, like his passing yard prop is not very high. And this could be more of a running spot for for Cleveland. 
and you know maybe he's a little bit rusty and there's there's quite a few cheap quarterbacks in play actually um so like for cash games at least it's a weird week where i at least at the moment don't see anyone that's going to be too chalky at least i think people are going to look at some of these cheap quarterbacks um like trevor lawrence maybe against the lions um Derek carr against Chargers in those two high total games, they stand out. Yep. Um, I think at the top, Joe Burrow, probably people will start looking at Joe Burrow. Um, and then maybe Watson. So like just in that range, but I don't really think people will go above that for cash games. Um, I don't know though. It, it, nothing really stands out. We always have like some type of chalk at QB, but it doesn't seem like that this week. Yeah, I think that Lawrence uh, will probably be the most popular, but I think it's going to be pretty spread out. I mean, 5,900 for him in that game against Detroit when people are going to want to get some of these, uh, you know, some of those, the, the, the more expensive pieces for the bigger games. And if you want to play a, if you want to play a Chase or a Higgins, or you want to play, you, know, you want to play Tyreek or you want to play Kelsey. Uh, Lawrence opens up a lot of stuff there. He's 5,900. Uh, just really, uh, he kind of sticks off, uh, sticks out as really cheap. I think that, it's spread out this week, but I think he's the one that people will gravitate towards. It's easy to stack and, and all that. So I think he'll, he'll be the most popular. Watson's fascinating. I mean, he he led the he led the NFL in YPA the last time he was playing. He hasn't played for a year and a half, though. I think I'm, I, mean, I guess, two years, fully, more than two years fully with his actual game action, I guess. But uh, didn't play last year, sat out last year, missed the first 11 games this year. Great matchup here. But you're right. I think they run the ball. Um, I'm a lot more inclined to play Nick Chubb this week than I'm to play Deshaun Watson. Um, I think that uh, I think rust has to be a real thing too. I mean, I, I know that he's really talented and, you know, he's been practicing, but I think that, you know, playing your first NFL game in that long has to be, uh, I, I just think they're probably not going to fully unleash the full, uh, the full playbook and the full Deshaun Watson. So I think in this matchup, uh, I'm going to avoid it uh, for, for at least for fantasy purposes. Yep. I'm with you. Uh, I just, it doesn't seem like there there's that high of a ceiling there. You're right. There's gotta be some rust after that much time off. And yeah. it's just such a good spot for Nick Chubb that, uh, yeah, I want I want to target Chubb if I'm going to have a piece of that game. Agreed. Uh, what about running back? Is there anybody that sticks out to you? Is like, oh, everybody's going to have that guy. I mean, you already mentioned the one that I thought it was going to be. Travis Etienne is 6,400. Uh, obviously, there is an issue. He, he had the foot injury last week. He played five snaps and left. Apparently, he could have come back. They decided not to bring him back. Um, I, I, there's the risk of, like, that happens again. But 6,400 against the Lions, um, that's a price that I think that people are going to have to gravitate towards. Yeah, you know, assuming all all reports are positive, you know, I think he'll be the most popular running back. It's just apparently he's fine, like you mentioned. Um, the matchup's too good, and he, he should be priced over 7K for, for that matchup against Detroit. Um, I mean, he was just 7,100 against the Chiefs. Yeah, other than that, um, there's not too much at running back either. Josh Jacobs, I think, will be the other popular one up top. Okay. He's all the way up to 7,900. But, I mean, we just saw that game last week. The yeah. volume he's getting is crazy uh, in the passing game as well. And this matchup is great. Um, this matchup is great for, for Jacobs in the running game. You know, the Chargers don't stop anybody on the ground. Um so, yeah, really good spot for Jacobs. I think those two will be the most popular. After that, I don't really see – I don't know anything. We, we might get a chance to play Jalen Warren. I don't know. Yeah. You know, if, if Harris is out, yeah, pe- people might play Jalen Warren, so we'll have to check on that. But I don't know. Is there anyone else? 
Yeah, I, for me, it's the two cheap guys that might really get uh, get get boosted up if there's injuries. I think the first is Jalen Warren. He's what forty nine hundred, I believe, on DraftKings, and it, I, I don't think Harris is going to play. Uh, Benny Snell came up on the injury report yesterday with a uh, with a limited practice. So if like he doesn't play, suddenly that ramps way up. I think that uh, as long as Najee doesn't play, I think people will play Warren. Um, the other one is Brian Robinson in Washington. He is fifty three hundred. If uh, if Antonio Gibson who missed last two days of practice doesn't play, I think that his uh, off his workload last week. And off, uh, if Gibson were to miss, I think he'd be pretty popular pretty quick at 5,300. Oh, yeah, I missed that one. Um, yeah, I agree with you. Uh, definitely if Gibson is out, especially after, yeah, Robinson caught passes last week, caught that touchdown pass. Yeah, definitely. What about that uh, wide receivers? Anybody that sticks out to you is like, oh, everybody's going to have this guy. Kind of we talked about the other positions. I think the one for me was Garrett Wilson, still 5,300. I played him last week. He was beautiful last week at 4,300. Uh, more expensive this week, but in a game, uh, Jets-Vikings, kind of an interesting, fun game. I don't think we thought the either of these teams would have quite this record coming into this game. I think uh, we've got seven and nine wins between the two teams. Um, uh, Wilson at 5,300 still sticks out as like they should have boosted him more than that. Yep, agreed. Garrett Wilson stands out the most. I played him last week as well. That was nice. very nice. Um, and yeah, up to 5,300 now, still not enough, you know, now that they have a quarterback that can throw him the ball, it seems like at least. Um, so yeah, I think he'll be the most popular and then not too much else after that. Amon Ra, I would say would be the second most popular, at least as of now. Um, you know, he's their whole offense against Jacksonville. Like we always talk about, uh, Jacksonville's defense has been really bad lately. That total is high, which has, you know, Amon Rapp projecting even better for that price. Yep. Um, he's coming off a big game last week. So, yeah, I think other than that though, nothing like clear cut, you know, I see some Kirk and Zay Jones of those Jaguars guys is in, in a good matchup. Um, yeah, yeah, Zay Jones right off the off the huge target game for Zay Jones. I think he's gonna have to be probably, he's forty nine hundred. I think that uh, people just see the targets from last week and you play him in that in that high total game. That's a good call there. Um, let's see. So let's let's get into it. We talked about uh, who be popular, but let's get into all these stacks. There are so many ways to go this week. Um, if we're just going favorite game stack this week, favorite quarterback to play with his receiver, what uh, what, what tops the list for you? Is it, is it is it Trevor Lawrence or is it somewhere else? It's tough. You know, I don't know that I have a favorite at the moment. Yeah. Trevor Lawrence Trevor Lawrence is definitely one of them, and I have Trevor Lawrence in the lineup I'm looking at right now. Um, so, yeah, let's talk about a Jag stack. It's just it's really easy. You know, you can play Kirk or Zay Jones or both, um, yeah. depending on what else you do. Um, you could even play Etienne with one of the receivers, and you don't have to, but... Uh, the the run back is easy for Detroit, obviously, with Amon Rob, but I also think you could take a chance on one of the running backs. Um, It's a weird week for running back where there's might not be too much chalk. We might have those cheap guys, but no one's going to play Swift. And he had eight targets last week, and you got to think that he's going to keep getting more involved. I don't know. It's a good matchup, so I don't mind running it back with Swift. Um, but Amon Ra, you know, would be the priority. Um, and if I don't play the quarterback in that game, I don't know, that seems like just pretty good. I know it's going to be very chalky, but just the Etienne-St. Brown combo seems pretty good to me. And maybe maybe you use it with a different quarterback stack. 
Yeah, I think that uh, I think that makes uh, makes a lot of sense. Swift is fascinating. I just I can't figure it out. He played 24 snaps last week, so he's good. You know, he played 19, 21, 24 snaps last week. But eight targets on 24 snaps is wild. They're obviously using him when he's in the game, but and I just hate how much he comes out. I hate that he comes out at the goal line. It's always Jamal Williams inside the five. I just uh, you know you just have to, he's going to have to hit that big play, and he could do it. DeAndre Swift is awesome. I, I love the, I love the skill set. I love the talent, but. Man, you're really banking on uh, you're really banking on extreme usage while he's in the game, and it, it could work. And I, it'll be low percentage. It could work really nicely, but uh, yeah, I just uh, I hate when my guy comes out of the game when I have him in fantasy. But um, so you took Lawrence. I mean, that's uh, that, that's clearly a key one there. I think that my favorite is uh, is probably Joe Burrow. I, I've I've gone back and forth between Burrow and Herbert, but I do like Burrow. Burrow's a little cheaper. He's sixty nine hundred. Um, a great mate, matchup. Casey is allowed a uh, top twelve quarterback in six of eight weeks. He's getting chased back. He's getting Joe Mixon back, which, you know, just, I mean, obviously he's not going to throw to Mixon a lot, but, you know, just opens up that offense even more. Kansas City's got to respect uh, the run game a little bit more. Great game script. Um, Kansas City's going to score. We know they're going to score. They score every week. Uh, they're going to have to, you know, have to kind of go back and forth with them. Burrow only had one touchdown last week, but I thought he looked pretty good. He, he ran for 32 yards. He threw for 270. Um, you know, I think he had a, a pretty solid game, just didn't get the touchdown passes, but, uh, you know, four touchdowns the week before. Um, the hard part is what you come back with. I think if you do it, you go, I think I probably go Burrow and Higgins. Um, I probably want to wait a week on chase, but then you look at chase against Kansas city and his history is insane. He had the, the two sixty six three touchdown game that we all remember late in the season last year. But, um, I maybe want to see some injury reports uh, from practice week, make sure he's going to get a full load. I don't know if they're going to limit his workload, but I probably go, I probably go Burrow with Higgins. And then I come back super, super cheap with sky Moore. um, 3,100 this week. Uh, kind of one of my favorite plays of the week. I think that I, I like how they're using Sky Moore right now, and he's just a really, really, really cheap part of this game. But Sky Moore at 3,100 has 12 targets the last two weeks. If you just tell me, you don't have to give me more than that. You give me six targets this week at 3,100 in the Kansas City offense, I would play him in a freaking second. I know they're rotating uh, receivers a lot between Juju, MVS, uh, Justin Watson, uh, you know, Sky Moore, but it seems like when Sky Moore's on the field, He's getting a lot of targets. So they're using him. They're kind of drawing up plays for him. Um, so give me uh, give me Sky more this week. I just kind of ruined the, the cheap receiver aspect of the show right there, but I spoiled it. But uh, that's uh, that's where I'm going, and then I'm going to use my money elsewhere rather than coming back with Kelsey. Uh, yeah, I love that. I was going to say Burrow if you gave me another chance or if you <laughs> didn't. Um, so, yeah, I'm on that too. The only thing may be different, uh, I think I'm willing to take a chance on Chase. Um, okay. just if he's, if he's not going to be popular and assuming we don't hear anything negative, but, yeah. uh, the stuff I, I don't know, he was talking to me like someone who's pretty healthy and pretty confident when I heard him. Um, I agree. Is, yeah, is, Scott, Jamar, is Jamar Chase ever not confident? <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> good, good point. Right. What else, what else is he going to say? Right. Um, yeah, love Sky more. Um, you're right. You're right though gonna... on Chase. It's a good point. Cause I think that he's, he's priced high enough and there's that like, I'll just play with I'll just go with Higgins, like I just said. I think that'll be pretty prevalent. You probably get Chase at a a pretty low number uh, percentage wise. Right, and uh, you know Justin Watson actually saw the most snaps out of all the receivers last week. I yep. still, you know, I wouldn't. You know, they e they were easing Juju back in. I, mean, I you know I don't think that makes Justin Watson like a, a better play than Sky Moore or anything. Um, but if I had so I'll I'll give another one that's yeah you know maybe not one of the the trendy games I guess maybe a little bit off the board and <clears throat> that's Justin Fields uh, against my Packers uh, mostly because we just know he has such a massive ceiling uh, if he runs for over a hundred and a touchdown and then also we have Darnell Mooney out now so. 
I think it's really easy to just pair him with Claypool, who's only 3,800. Yeah. Um, should see a bunch more targets this week. And if you don't want to pair him with Claypool, you can use Komet, who's only 3,800. We've already seen two ceiling games from Komet recently. Um, so I like the idea of fields when nobody's going to play him, just because we've seen we've seen the ceiling. Yeah, that's a good call. Uh, apparently, uh, Green Bay had some trouble stopping the uh, running quarterback last week too. So there's that. They gave up 157 yards to uh, to Jalen Hurts last week. So yeah, it's uh, the the Packers defense can definitely be had. There. That's a good call. Um, the uh, the Raiders Chargers stacks. So we talked a little about that at the top, but you know Herbert 7200, Derek Carr's 5600. It's really tempting to drop just down to Carr and play Carr with Adams, and then play. Uh, you could go with Keenan Allen. You could go with. Uh, I think that uh, DeAndre Carter is really interesting as a really cheap piece of that uh, Chargers offense. Sneaky shootout potential here. I think we've kind of talked about that. Carr has multiple touchdowns in four straight games. And I think that Carr at 5,600, I think just – if they're going to go in that range, they probably just play Lawrence instead. So I think Carr goes pretty uh, pretty under-rostered there. Um, <clears throat> if you want to go the more expensive way with Herbert, we talked about all the passes. He leads the league in, in dropbacks this year. They're throwing the ball a ton. The Raiders are really bad against the pass too. So I love that game. Um there's a lot of options this week. It's it's really a lot of fun. Um, and then we didn't even mention the running quarterbacks. You mentioned Fields, and I was going to kind of group these guys together. But we have Fields at 7,400. Lamar's at 7,800. Lamar should have had a big game last week. He had three touchdowns dropped, two by Mark Andrews. It was a, it was a wild week where, um, you know, he had 89 rush yards. It could have been a really good week, but they just, you know, Andrews dropped two. And I think uh, maybe Duvernay dropped one. Uh, no, I guess Demarcus Robinson dropped one, sorry. And then Jalen Hurts is 8,000. So we got these three kind of guys who have a, a big rushing floor. Uh, Hurts had 157 rushing yards last week. Hurts doesn't have 200 passing yards in the last three weeks. Kind of surprising with those weapons. They're not really throwing the ball. But um, I just think uh, you mentioned Fields, but I think Fields, Lamar, and Hurts with these big, high total throwing games, I think these guys just get overlooked this week. And that's always an interesting proposition in, in a big tournament. Yeah, uh, totally agree. The, they're going to get overlooked. Uh, yeah. You know, maybe 5%, maybe even less in some stuff. Um, and huge ceilings. Yeah, I really like Hurts. And you have uh, A.J. Brown, who nobody's going to roster going against his old team. Yep. You, you know, he has like a three-touchdown game in him all the time. And you can run that back with with Traylon Burks or a cheap wide receiver. Um, so, yeah, I like that stack. Um the you know i i gotta piggyback a little on the the vegas chargers game like i just like that game to go over i agree with you like we yeah. you know the the raiders had been a one of the slower teams all year but a lot of that was sort of down to matchup we saw last week they finally get a matchup against a faster paced team and i mean look what happens it's 40 to 34 and now yeah. the chargers are even a little faster than than the seahawks so you know they can draw it out of the Raiders where they can get in these shootouts. And yeah, I, I agree with you. I like that game to go over like Derek Carr, because I really like Devonte Adams. He's Me probably too. my fa my favorite wide receiver in that range. Yeah, I, I agree there. Um, real quick, super cheap at quarterback. If you wanted to get really different here, I don't think you need to this week. Carr's already cheap enough. Lawrence is already cheap enough, but, uh, if this were a week where there weren't many options, I could have uh, I could have gone into a whole uh, whole uh, speech here about trying to talk you into Kenny Pickett at fifty two hundred Atlanta, but I just don't think with the options this week I'm going to quite get there. But I thought he looked uh, thought he's starting to look a little better. And Atlanta is a good test because they do just do not pressure the quarterback at all. Thirty first in pressure rate, they allow seven point five uh, YPA. 
Um, as a dart tournament play, I really like him this week. I just wish they – it would have to be a week where there were a few fewer options for me. I think that uh, with Carr and Lawrence right there, it's really tough to get to. But I think Pickett and, and Mike White at 5,400 off the big game last week uh, are interesting. Minnesota is really bad against the pass. They've allowed multiple touchdowns in five or six games. Uh, they're last in the NFL, allowing 8.3 YPA. So, you know, White against the Vikings, Pickett against Atlanta in a regular week, I think would be playable. I just think I can get there this week, but they are, I'll admit they are intriguing. I just, I, I think it'd have to be a different week for me. Yeah. You know, Pickett might even be in play this week. Just, yeah. just without it, without Harris. And, you know, he runs too. I, he, he runs more than I thought. Yeah. Um, no, the last one I'll ask you about really fun game. Uh, really fun game in San Francisco. Yeah. What about, what about Jimmy G? Maybe Jimmy G. Uh, they don't have Eli Mitchell. So you could play like Jimmy G. One of those receivers are Kittle, maybe McCaffrey, maybe Tyreek. Yeah, and Debo, uh, Debo might not play, which would really narrow the uh, passing tree. So you go, you go, Jimmy and Ayuk. I, I'm fascinated. I'm excited this game. There's been a little trash talk back and forth. Apparently, these teams, uh, Raheem Mostert, kind of started the whole thing with like uh, some bad things about the Niners. It's really weird because they gave him an opportunity and paid him too. It's a very strange, uh, strange beef there. Apparently, he didn't like how they treated his his knee injury, but. Um, yeah, I think it's a fascinating game. I don't know. I don't think I'm going to play Tua just because, I mean, I, I love Tua and their receivers are so good. I think what I'll probably do is play one of the receivers, but I just don't know if I really want to stack against the Niners defense. Um, the Niners have been really, really good on defense. Four straight games, not allowing a point in the second half. They've also faced some bad quarterbacks. Uh, when when they faced Mahomes, they got smoked. So it's just that I think, like, the Niners defense is great, but, like, let's see it against a really good offense, too. And McDaniel obviously knows their defense really well. He's gone against it in practice for years. So, uh it's a fascinating matchup. I don't think I'm going to play it in DFS just because there's so many other options. But, man, it's a really fun game. And I think that uh, I probably want to go Tyreek or Waddle rather than stacking the game. Um, and I do like Ayuk on the other side. If I want to kind of like a standalone guy, if Debo doesn't play, um, I do. I really I really like uh, the chance of going Ayuk. I think the Niners are going to have to open it up a little bit. Uh, they've shown that uh, they will if they need to. They don't. They won't if they don't have to. They'll, they'll send in the ball if they can. But they're going to have to score in this game, and you're going to have to open it up a little bit. Yeah, um, I just think – they'd be more intriguing than usual with with some guys out. You know, you mentioned if Debo was out and they have yeah. Eli Mitchell out now, and so it's just, it's easier. You can, might be a spot for C-Mac or Ayuk or even Kittle. Yeah, I, uh, I, I like it. It's a, it's, a fun, uh, it's a fun week with a lot of, uh, a lot of really good options. Uh, let's jump into the uh, receivers and running backs. But first, first, a note from our sponsor at No House Advantage. No House Advantage is changing the game by offering the most dynamic fantasy sports platform available today. Play in pick-up contests versus other people for the shot at winning big cash prizes. Download the app, choose a contest, select your player props, earn points for correct picks, and climb the leaderboard for your shot at hundreds of thousands of dollars every week. You can also test your skills versus the house and 20x your entry if you hit all your picks. Bet on up to five player prop over-unders or individual player matchups across every major sports, including NFL, NBA, MLB, PGA, MMA, and NASCAR. Sign up with promo code NHAWIRE. That's N-H-A-W-I-R-E at NoHouseAdvantage.com or download the app on the app stores to get a first deposit match up to $25. Make sure to check out No House Advantage today and experience daily fantasy sports redefined because it's not just how you play, but also where you play. You don't want to miss out on this. So, Ryan, we do this every week, uh, taking a look at the No House Advantage. It's a fun over-under, uh, you know, kind of prop uh, betting uh, betting sites that, that it's really fun. Um, what? Um, give me a couple of uh, a couple of the over-unders. I shot you with some uh, some numbers there. What are a couple of these uh, that, you, that you really, really uh, want to take advantage of this week when you're playing at No House Advantage? Yeah, I like how you let me go first, so I can just take the easy ones. Yeah, I know um, you're already you're already gonna take one of mine, so I, I, yeah. I get it. Um, so Nick Chubb. Let's start with Nick Chubb. Um, this number is 94 and a half rushing yards. Uh, 
me and you continuously talk about how bad the the Texans run yeah. defense is and you know it just makes all the sense in the world for them to lean on Chubb in Watson's first game back so yeah I think he goes over 94 and a half there and then the other one, yeah, Garrett Wilson, 58 and a half. That number, that number is um, way, way too low. I, that was like, as I typing that out, I was like, this is just the easiest one out I here. mean, that, that, that number is outrageous, right? Um, yeah. He's got more than 90 in three of his last four. Um, so, I mean, we know. We know Garrett Wilson. We already talked about him. Uh, underpriced here. Number one receiver. New quarterback in there. Uh, matchup against Minnesota where they're – they should have success throwing. They should have to throw. So, yeah, Wilson over 58. Uh, but, yeah, those are easy ones. I don't know. Give me a couple more. Uh, I'm going to go uh, I'm gonna go with someone we talked about already, too. I'm going to take Trevor Lawrence over one and a half pass touchdowns. Uh, and you give me that against Detroit. Um, I, I really like – Lawrence looked so good in the fourth quarter last week. Like, I'm hoping that, like, maybe that was his breakout moment. Like, the sky's the limit now. He looked great coming back in that game against, uh, against I think it was Baltimore. Um, so, I'm going to go over uh, over 1.5 pass season. He throws, uh, throws two this week. So, uh, give me that. And then I'm actually going to play an under, Ryan. I, I know you're you're probably in shock and <laughs> awe over there. I'm going to go under on Derek Henry rushing yards of 92 and a half. Uh, at, uh, at Philly this week, I think the game script is going to get him a little bit. I think Philly's going to be able to score uh, a little bit. Uh, he has under 90 rushing yards in three games in a row after five straight over 100. Um, 2.8 yards per carry the last week. So last week was hidden a little bit. He was only 17 for 38, but he had that long pass, which uh, which kind of made up for it. Almost scored a touchdown, but three for 79 passing. So uh, that number is really high. So I'm going to go. Uh, I'm going to go for game script reasons and recent form. I'm going to go Derek Henry, Henry under 92 and a half, uh, just to just to shock you with a with a with an under out of nowhere. I, I love it. I, I love it. That, and yeah, that number is way too high. So yeah. it makes sense. Uh, we thank God No House Advantage for their sponsorship all year long. Really appreciate that. Also, a quick note from our sponsors, the Blue Wire Network. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. 
That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So Ryan, let's uh, let's jump into running back. There are uh, there are a lot of options. We we talked about there's a lot of games that are that are uh, that are high totals. We have a lot of expensive choices this week. Um, just looking at like seventy nine hundred above. I'm using that number just because Jacobs is seventy nine hundred. We got him at seventy hundred. Nick Chubb at 8,000, climbing the list here. Derrick Henry, 8,100. I you probably guess I'm not going to play him this week. Uh, Saquon Barkley, 8,200. Austin Eckler, 8,500. And C-Mac, Christian McCaffrey, 8,600. Uh, sounds like the knee is okay with him. Uh, what are you doing in this range? And uh, don't take Nick Chubb first. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm kidding. Know, I think you know, I, th- yeah. I, I think we're both going to be on Chubb. But, yeah. you know, so we have Josh Jacobs here who – you know, it's hard not to like, but he's the same price as Chubb. And Jacobs is going to be very popular, um, one of the most popular backs, probably three or four times as popular as Chubb. Really? Um, wow. That, I, I haven't I seen know. the numbers yet. That that seems way too high to me. In some stuff, yeah. Um, you know, you, I, it's, it's early, obviously, on Friday, right. but you can see, like, Jacobs being 30, maybe more percent in some stuff. And then you'll have Chubb maybe 10-ish percent in, in some stuff. And, yeah, for the same price. So definitely Nick Chubb. We just talked about how good his matchup is. Um, and then up top between those two. Um, so last week, Scott, on this podcast, I told everybody that Eckler might not ha- might not see quite as many targets with the return of Keenan Allen. <laughs> Might not have quite as much receiving upside with Keenan Allen, you know, catching some short passes. And, you know, that was just so wrong. Um, the Chargers just, they're never going to stop throwing him the ball the way they play. Um, he only, they I think he only had five carries, though. It was crazy. Yeah, they just they just don't run the ball anymore, it yeah. seems like. He had six carries a couple weeks before that. I think he's only had more than 14 once uh, in the last. Like, like they have to get really game-scripted into, into like forcing them to run the ball is about the only right. way. Right, they would have yeah. to get like a big lead, you feel yeah. like, or at least a lead. Um, so, and the fact that Eckler's going to be pretty popular, too, I'm just going to have to fade Eckler again. I like the passing game more in that spot. Like, if I was going to stack that game, it'd be... Herbert in the passing game with with Jacobs maybe but anyways my point is I take a shot on McCaffrey uh, for for less right. ownership than than Eckler just you know I'm going to pay attention to the news there but you know assuming McCaffrey's healthy and maybe if we get one of those San Fran guys out I think it could be a nice spot for McCaffrey when he's not that popular. I think people are freaking out a little bit about the quote running back by committee with, with McCaffrey. I mean, he was splitting with Eli Mitchell. Who's really, really good. Like I think people don't realize that the only reason that that Mitchell was getting so many carries is how freaking good he is. He's been great ever since he played and he's just really good in that offense. So it's just, it's a, it's more of a faction of they they wanted to Mitchell carries and they don't want to get McCaffrey carries, but 
Jordan Mason, Tevin Coleman, Ty Davis Price are nowhere near Eli Mitchell, at least right now, in terms of how good they are. So I don't think that's going to be a problem. It's just a matter of McCaffrey with the knee. Like if he, if the knee's fine, they say it's fine. Like I think he's a full workload guy, and I think he becomes a really big workload guy with with, with Mitchell out. Um, Jacobs is scary to me with the calf injury, although he had calf injury last week and got thirty nine touches. So apparently, apparently it loosened up pretty well. But yeah, I'm a. I'm Nick Chubb here, 8,000. Great spot with Deshaun back. You got to think that they respect the pass game a little more than they did with Brissett, although Brissett was pretty serviceable. Um, Chubb ran really well last week in a tough matchup against Tampa Bay, 26 for 116 and a touchdown. The, the, my favorite stat of the week, and I think it was uh, Rich Rebar at uh, Sharp Fantasy Analysis, where I, football analysis, where I saw this. Uh, Houston allows the most carries of 10 plus yards in the NFL, and Chubb has the most carries of 10 plus yards in the NFL. Like you put those together and like, Holy hell, the the the, the, uh, the upside for explosive oh. plays here is just really big this week. You know, you can see him hit a couple big ones. Um, Houston did play uh, did play the run pretty well last week against uh, Miami. They played uh, Jeff Wilson pretty well, but um, Houston's allowed the most points per game to backfields. I, I love Chubb in this spot. I think he's going to be higher percentage than you do. I think that he's going to be – I think it's going to be a lot of – He's got to be. Yeah, he's going to get talked up this weekend. I think he'll, he'll be pretty <laughs> high up there. The interesting thing with the guy we just talked about, I think that, you know, McCaffrey, Eckler, both interesting, Jacobs and Chubb. Uh, in between Barkley and Derrick Henry, like nobody's playing them this week, right? Like talking about opportunities to get some big name guys. They're, yeah, they're going to have to be really, really low percentage this week. Yep, you're right. Um, I, I mean, I, I don't want to play them, but uh, I don't, no one, no one else really does either. Um, yeah. I guess that's a reason, but yeah. So what about uh, what about this mid range here? Uh, we've got uh, we got a lot of names in here. We got Dalvin Cook seventy two hundred off some uh, off some pretty quiet weeks in a row. Kenneth Walker in a good matchup at seven thousand. Uh, the name that stuck out to me here, Aaron Jones at sixty nine hundred, feels a little underpriced to me. And then uh, so of those three guys, then we'll drop down to the, the cheap guys here in a second. But those three guys, um, do you find yourself uh, gravitating towards any of them at all? Yeah, I think Aaron Jones, especially because I was thinking about maybe a fields a field stack and then Aaron Jones Aaron Jones would make some sense there um Cook Dalvin Cook um he's projecting pretty well because this is the cheapest he's been all season now you know we yeah. we, we never seen where we never see Cook down at 72 um so I I get it if people like him at home against the Jets you know the Jets have a a good defense but yeah. It's still, you know, they're still home favorites. So I could see taking a chance on Cook. But, yeah, I think Jones for me. Yeah, I uh, I, I saw Jones's price. I was a little bit surprised. I, I think maybe the fact that A.J. Dillon played a lot last week. It was the first like kind of big A.J. Dillon week. And it was, I mean, he scored and played, uh, had, had more touches than he had been getting. But um, Aaron Jones had 170 total yards and two touchdowns in that first game against Chicago. The Bears allowing eight or 4.8 yards per carry, 15 rush touchdowns on the year. So, like. Jones sticks out to me for the talent and the situation. Pretty good at 6,900. But Kenneth Walker is interesting, too, at 7,000. He wasn't very good last week, but it was okay fantasy-wise because he scored twice. He was 14 for 26. But, um, no, the Rams are good against the run, except the best defensive player in the world the last 10 years, Aaron Donald, is not playing this week. So that's a pretty big hole to fill. Um, Walker's been under 3.3 yards per carry last three, the last four though. So like he, the, the big plays haven't quite been there that we saw, you know, the weeks before that when right after Rashad Penny got hurt, but, um, 7,000 workhouse workhorse role in a, uh, in a situation where he's, uh, they're going to be favored. Uh, they're pretty big favorites, even on the, on the road, 7,000, uh, Walker situational wise game script prize makes a lot of sense too. Yeah. Wow. I wouldn't have even considered him if, if Aaron Donald was playing, but yeah. That's 
pretty significant news. Yeah, going against that bad Rams team with, you know, uh, uh, the quarterback who might struggle to move the ball. I forget his name, Perkins. Uh, Bryce, um, Bryce Perkins, yeah. Bryce Perkins, yeah. You know, it should be a pretty good spot for Seattle. So, yeah, I get that with Kenneth Walker. I don't think he's going to be too popular either. Um, maybe, I don't know. Yeah, I don't think he will be. I think with, with mm-hmm. Jones and we mentioned Travis Etienne below him, I think that uh, I think it'll be a week where I think he, he slides through pretty well, and especially with we talked about Jacobs and Chubb like a thousand more than him. There's just so many options this week that uh, – I think Walker slides through pretty nice. I think I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to find a way to play some of him. We mentioned uh, ATN at 6,400. What about these other cheap running backs? Uh, do you like – we got Miles Sanders, 6,300. David Montgomery, 6,200 off the 100 uh, – you know, had 100-plus yards uh, – 100 total – 100 plus total yards last week. Uh, Jeff Wilson's down here at 6,100. Uh, and then we got the cheap guys. We got Brian Robinson and Jalen Warren. We both mentioned earlier that could be pretty interesting plays pretty quickly if the guys uh, that they split time with uh, miss time. But uh, – what are you doing down here in the cheap range? Say we talked about ATN already. So like under ATN, what are you thinking? Yeah, I think I would have to go with one of those cheap guys that we mentioned. Uh, Me too. They just look really good. And if I yeah, if I was going to be in this range, so yeah, Robinson or or Warren. Um, let's just you know besides them, I guess. Um, the only guy, you know, well, you can make an argument for a lot of guys, but I would make an argument maybe for Isaiah Pacheco. Okay. Uh, just if it's interesting in a Burrow stack, at least just, you know, he had 23 touches last week and they were giving him carries around the goal line. Um, he scored, he scored another touchdown. So, I mean, you, you, you could see a world where he runs into touchdowns and then you have a, a Burrow stack coming back with that. Um I was surprised yeah, I how consistent the carries have been from Jacob last week. He has 16, 15, and 22 carries last week. So they've, been, they've been really been using him. No, no, no targets, though. It's weird. He has one target the last three weeks. Uh, but he's getting the ball a ton. And that offense and that game, you're right. If you can get a, a cheaper running back piece of that, it becomes pretty interesting pretty quick. That's a, that's a good call. I like that one. Thanks. Is there anyone else that uh, stuck out? Not really to me. I don't think I want to play uh, anybody against the 49ers rush D, especially with Eric Armstead back. Like Jeff Wilson could score, you know, he could get a couple close touchdowns, but like, I don't think I, I, it's hard for me to play a running back against them. They just, they just kill the run and they, I'm they with you. yeah, they just, uh, Montgomery's interesting, you know, good games, good back to my game since, uh, since uh, Khalil Herbert got hurt Four targeting the last two weeks. Uh, Green Bay's really bad against the run. They struggled against it. Like a lot of that was, uh, was Jalen hurts last week, but still they, they do struggle against the run. So I could see that, but, um, yeah, I think I just if I think I go up a little bit to ATN or I drop down to, to Robinson or Warren if they if they uh, if the situations work out well, um, I think I'd probably just save the money and go down there for for the for the price. Yep, agreed. Let's jump into receivers, but first a note from our sponsors at Monkey Knife Fight. Football is officially back on Monkey Monkey Knife Fight with all the NFL action you're looking for. And if college football is more your speed, they've got plenty of that too. On Monkey Knife Fight, there's no sharks, no salary caps, and no math. It's just easy to play, easy to win, daily fantasy player props. Join now at monkeyknifefight.com and get your first game free. Then use promo code RWNFL to get first deposit match instantly up to $100. So what are you waiting for? Join Monkey Knife Fight today. So as we talked about with running backs, we have a lot of options up top. It's been a lot of weeks this season. We haven't had many of those options, whether primetime games or buys. But we got a lot of guys up here, too. We got Justin Jefferson, uh, you know, freaking great every week, it seems like, 8,900. Tyreek Hill, amazing every week, 8,800. Uh, Devontae Adams, 8,700. So before we get to the 7,000 with a lot of guys, these three guys up top, do you find yourself building where you can get one of them? Do you have a favorite up here? I think you spoiled it earlier. I think it's going to be Adams. But uh, what do you do with these really expensive studs? 
Yeah. <laughs> I, you know, the, every week these guys are so hard to talk about. Obviously, yeah. you can awesome. play Jefferson, Hill, Adams, of course. It's a fine matchup for all of them. Um, yeah, I like Adams the most. I don't know. Um, he's just been getting so many targets, and uh, the Chargers defense is just not good. And, you know, I like Renfro and Waller still being out. You just know the volume's going to be there for Adams. Um, and I like that game. You know, it's a game that we've talked about a couple times, really could shoot out. Um, so, you know, it's tough to get up to that range. And if I'm there, I'm probably just going to play Adams. Yeah, I don't know. You know, it, maybe I would play Hill if I use some 49ers, like I mentioned. I might play Hill if I had a – oh, I don't know. Actually, I was going to say I might try to play Hill if I had a McCaffrey team, but I don't know how you fit Hill and McCaffrey into <laughs> the same lineup. That's so really quick, yeah. Even that, you know, even that's tough. So, yeah, I think it's just Adams for me. I don't know. What do you think? Um, more importantly, I think uh, are, are we in trouble on the on the Uruguay uh, tiebreaker here if the if the matches end like this right now? Oh no! Korea just Korea just scored on Portugal. Oh no! I wasn't even thinking of that. I know. I, I know they're we... I know they're tied in goal differential. I don't know what the I don't know what the tiebreaker is. Sorry for the uh, sorry for the World Cup drop in the middle there. No, that's okay. I I thought we were safe. Um, I'm not sure. Uh, I just saw I just crossed. saw a lot of uh, Korean fans going crazy and celebrating. So I think it might have meant something there. But uh, oh, I see they just scored. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And yeah, there's like Korean fans literally crying in the stands right now. So that must, yeah. be, must be a good thing. Um, we need we need Ronaldo to score a goal here real quick. So, um, sorry, live uh, live TV. Sometimes you get some some moments, but uh, um, yeah, I think for me, I really like Adams too. I think that that'd be the play that I would go with. Uh, look at the targets last four games: 17, 14, 13, 11. That's absurd for someone of his talent. Be getting the ball that much. He was ten for one forty one in a touchdown against the Chargers earlier this year too. Like just great in this matchup. He had 11 targets last week. Uh, if for me, it's Adams, then Hill. Um, I, you know how much I love Justin Jefferson, probably my favorite receiver. I, I, thought he, I thought he could be considered the number one pick overall in fantasy this year. Um, but he's third for me this week. I hate to say it, but uh, I'd, play, I'd play Adams and Hill ahead of him. Yeah, I'm with you. Did I bum you out with the soccer update? Sorry. No, no, it's okay. <laughs> you know, I, you know, it's not like they were going to win the World Cup anyways. But Yeah, probably you know. not. Um, so the 7,000s is a really fun range at receiver this week. Jamar Chase, 7,900. His teammate T. Higgins in this range, too, at 7,200. A.J. Brown, 78. Jalen Waddle, 7,400. Amon Ross St. Brown, 7,100. What does, uh, what does one do in this, in this range of the 7,000s here? Because there are a lot of big names and fun games. Yeah, um, I think I'm just going to simplify it. You're right. I'm, I'm just going to simplify it. If, I'm, if I have Burrow... Then I'll have one of these Cincinnati guys. Yep. But if not, there's a pretty good chance I'm going to have a Jaguar, and then so I'll just play Amon Ra. Uh, it's probably an easy answer, and yeah, Amon Ra will be pretty popular. But I'm going to roster him. Uh, I don't know. Uh, tell me something different. I love AJ Brown this week. Uh, 7,800 against his own team. It's hard to get to, but it's a, it's a situation where teams tend to pass on Tennessee because it's tough to run on Tennessee. So I think that they. Tennessee, I would imagine, focuses on Hertz running after last week. Um, you got to figure there's a big A.J. Brown week coming here somewhere. We had that three-touchdown game, but 
He's been over 70 yards once in the last seven games. I think if uh, if I'm looking at that right, that's a really bad number for a guy that, that this this good. It's just like the situation with their their offense just kind of works that way. He had the the 156 three and the 155 in week one, but that's the one time he's been over 100. He's a big blow up game guy. Um, I like him this week. I think that's against his own teammates. I think maybe they maybe they force the ball a little bit to him. You know, maybe a little narrative there, but. Uh, it's hard to get away from Amon Ra and Higgins in here too, but if I do, I think I'd probably go with AJ Brown at seventeen hundred. He's tough to get him in, but he's he's, he's a fascinating play this week with uh, with the with the uh, the revenge game kind of going here. And he was he was not happy about how he left Tennessee either. So there's a little bit of there's a little bit of a little bit of uh, angst in that one. Oh yeah, I think it's a great call. Anytime you can get a guy that can put up the highest score on the slate and he's going to be you know less than five percent, yeah, I think it's a great tournament play. Question in the chat right now. Would you start Jeff Wilson, Isaiah Pacheco, or Rashad White this week? Non-PPR? I don't Non-PPR. know. Non-PPR. Who's – I don't know the situation with Tampa because they're not on this slate. Yeah, um, I, I admit I haven't studied it very closely because we are not on the slate too. I don't think Fournette's going to play, but I think uh, I think it's Rashad White. Um, it's a really, Wilson or uh, Pacheco? I mean, if it's non-PPR, I don't know – I'm not a season-long guy, but I feel like Pacheco has a little bit more touchdown equity in this spot. I could be wrong, but it's a uh, it's a pretty close one. I'm actually going to take Jeff Wilson. I think that uh, I think that I like the goal line carries. I like that uh, I like how involved he is. I don't love taking a quarter or running back in against Niners at all, but oh man, that's tough. Yeah, I just uh, sorry, I wasn't sure. You know, if Mostert was going to play or if yeah, what was and I'm not with these other guys. I think Fournette's like up in the air too. Uh, if Fournette, okay. oh, here we go. I'm going to give you an answer. If Fournette's ruled out, I'm going Rashad White. If uh, Fournette plays, I'm going Jeff Wilson. Yeah, I definitely. If Fournette's out, Rashad White. Yeah. Uh, so in the mid range at wide receiver, we've got a lot of big names in here too. It's a fun range. Debo Samuel, sixteen hundred. I'm a little worried about the quad slash hammy, whatever's going on uh, with him. He seems like he's like getting stretched out and coming back in and making a big play. That just always scares me when I'm playing someone. Uh, he, he might not play this week too. The, the, the reports from practice were not quite as glowing as I was hoping for yesterday. It's a big game. I think he's going to try to play, but uh, they may they may rest him. They've got to, they got to lead the division now, and I think they may uh, they may play it safe with him and try to get him fully going. Uh, Keenan Allen, 6,500. Amari Cooper, 64. There's a lot of guys in this range. I'm not going to list them all out, but uh, what do you do? What do you like in the six outs? There's a lot of choices here. Yeah. Um, so I probably won't. You know, Amari is an interesting one, but if I'm not going to play Watson, then yeah. I probably won't play any Cleveland receivers, right? Um, I like Christian Kirk as sort of a pivot off of. Etienne for the same price. Um, he'll be relatively popular, though. Um, Ayuk is the one I'm looking at. Uh, if we get that news that Debo is out, you know, Ayuk, he, he still wouldn't be that popular. He wouldn't be as popular as some of these other guys, and I think he'd be a really good spot. So I'll be looking for that. Um, what do you think? I, I really like Ayuk this week, too. 6,100, uh, eight targets last week, five touchdowns the last six weeks. Uh, if Debo does not play, I think uh, I think I really gravitate towards him. The Niners are going to have to open up the offense this week, and they 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 can do it when they I mean, they have the weapons to do it when they want to. Uh, Miami's going to score. I think that the Niners' defense is obviously really good, but Miami's going to score. The Niners are going to have to score back. Uh, Christian Kirk, we've talked about a lot in this range, sixty three hundred, ton of targets. Detroit really struggles with slot receivers. I, I always love Christian Kirk anyway. We talked about him a lot this year. He's been really good to us. So uh, going back there for sure. 
Um, one guy I want to ask you about, Devontae Smith in Philly is kind of interesting. He's been very uh, very up in targets with uh, with the Dallas Goddard injury. Seems like he's the main beneficiary right here. His, his targets are eight, nine, and nine. He hasn't topped 100 yards since week three, but uh, you want to play someone completely different and off the map. He seems like he's trending really well with targets right now. Yep, I'm to- totally okay with it. I think it makes a ton of sense. He, the other guys around him will be way more popular. Um, yeah, perfect sense. He's got a big ceiling for for that price tag. Yeah, I think so too. Before we get into the really cheap receivers, the guys in the five thousands here. Um, we mentioned Garrett Wilson. I think uh, we we both really like him at fifty three hundred. Uh, wh- who else do you like down here in the five thousand? A couple names I like, but I'll let you. I'll let you go first. Um, okay, so I'd be willing to take a chance on Josh Palmer if Mike Williams is out again. Um, especially if you're stacking that game. Uh, I like George Pickens for 5,100. And then, you know, I got a a guy that nobody's going to play, and I get the reasons why, but I still think there's some merit in the larger field tournaments is Juju. Um, I know they eased him back in. He he didn't play too many. 39% of the snaps last week, only three targets, but... uh, if he were to some, you know, if he were to get a full workload without Mecole and Kadarius Tony, um, you know, he's got ten catch upside. He was seeing a ton of targets before that injury, so I'll just throw that out there. Yeah, I, I think that's an interesting one. I want to ask you, uh, what do we do? You're the Packers fan. Christian Watson's fifty two hundred, six touchdowns the last three weeks. Hasn't topped four catches in a game, but man, when he scores, it's uh, he's turning into Chris Carter here. Just uh, just catches touchdowns. What do you do with? Uh, how do you feel about Christian Watson? I mean, he's just been so efficient, right? Um, I usually don't chase stuff like that, you know. Um, especially uh, if the other touchdown, people are... the touchdown from Jordan Love was nice, though. He like he showed yeah. crazy speed it, down the side. It was nice. Yeah, I agree. Watson's looked good. Um, so, I think for me, it what might depend on the uh, Romeo Dobbs news. Okay. Um, it seems like he might play, and I, I don't know. I would, I. It'd be tough for me to play a Packers wide receiver when they're all healthy. Yeah, I, I, I kind of agree there. I, I don't think I want to chase the the full touch. I mean, the, the efficient the touchdown efficiency just has to drop. There's just no way around it. Um, the guy the guy I want to mention here, and he's a little pricier. Terry McLaurin, I still like at 5800. Um, targets last six weeks: eight, eight, nine, eleven, seven, and six. The problem is they're just not throwing a ton. So like, it seems like that's kind of the ceiling is that they, they just don't throw the ball a ton. But I'm hoping maybe in this game. If the Giants can score a little bit, maybe they throw a little bit. But uh, he had six targets last week. But McLaurin's always talented. I just feel like we never fully get uh, – Heineke missed him on a touchdown last week. That was pretty wide open, like a 10-yard touchdown. He was like right there, and he missed him. But uh, I think that McLaurin is uh, is playable, but I'd probably drop down to, to Wilson and, and Pickens myself also. I don't know. I think I think that might be the best call. I think your McLaurin call might be the best call. I'm just thinking because two weeks ago against Houston, he was massive chalk, 5,900. Yep. Last week, he was still quite popular for the same price against Atlanta. Now he's busted twice in a row. Everybody's going to be off him. I mean, I completely, yeah, it's just one of those, even I overlooked him because of how disappointing he was the last two weeks. Yeah, I think that's a great call. I I think I just think he's too he's too he's too cheap for how good he is and should be. And I think that uh, you you can't you can't pick on do but man, he feels like he's due for a, a really no, big yeah and i just i always i i like the spots when a guy is just so chalky and then busts yeah. and then everybody forgets about him I, I like those spots yeah i do too uh cheap wide receivers uh under five thousand. there's a lot of names down here we already mentioned um sky Moore way at the bottom at 3100 uh 
Who else do you like in this in this range under five thousand? We also mentioned Zay Jones at 4,900, 14 targets last week. Uh, aside those two guys, is there anybody else you like, or is it going to be those two guys for you? Yeah, there's a couple other guys. Um, we mentioned a couple of them. You you touched on DeAndre Carter. I think yeah. you can play him if Mike Williams is out again. Um, I, uh, I, br- I like him a lot at thirty nine hundred. Definitely. Um, I briefly mentioned Chase Claypool, 3,800, yep. um, especially if you're thinking about playing fields. Um, I got one one that might be a little off the board. Um, looks great with, well, I, w- I wouldn't say great, actually, because of his quarterback, but it looks good with <laughs> Nick Chubb, and that's Nico Collins, 4,200. Um, he got nine more targets last week, six catches. Um, so I think that's okay. Um, yeah, that's, that's what I'm looking at. I don't know anyone. Oh, Nicole Hardman. I, or sorry, Valdez Scantling for 4,100, just because nobody's going to play him. I'm with Scott. I like Sky more better, but you can take a shot on Valdez Scantling. Yeah. If I wanted a couple of uh, cheap pieces here down here, I mean, I, I really like DeAndre Carter. You mentioned him, but 50 snaps in six straight games. Like he's just on the field a ton. Seven for 73 last week with a touchdown, 10 targets. Just a really nice cheap piece of this game and under 4,000 for, you know, pairing with Justin Herbert in a game that we both have said we think goes over. Um, I love that. I mentioned Sky Moore, mentioned Zay Jones. The other two names I would get down here, both at 4,600. I think Mac Hollins, if you want a cheap piece of uh, Raiders Chargers, he had a touchdown last week, five targets. Uh, you know, not, not a, I think I'd probably go Carter instead, but uh, Traylon Burks in Tennessee also. Um, not only the price, but he's just really, really talented. This is a guy that got hurt early in the year. We liked him coming in the season. But uh, 7 for 111 and 4 for 70 on 14 targets over the last two weeks. So two pretty big games. Could be a nice game script, too. We mentioned earlier how maybe maybe we like Derrick Henry under just because, you know, Philly's going to score, get up on Tennessee a little bit maybe. Um, you're going to have to have Tannehill throw the ball. He seems like he likes throwing the ball to Burks. He has not found anybody to throw to all year long until these last couple of weeks. And it seems like Traylon Brooks is kind of emerging here. Uh, fell on the Derrick Henry fumble for a touchdown last week. I saw some people, some people cash in on prop bets. Uh, they're, they're like first touchdown score. I was like, yeah, you're just living right. You're living right. If that's how you, that's how you get your Traylon Brooks uh, props bet, props bet. But uh, 4,600, I think that uh, I really like Brooks in the, in this range this week. Yeah, I agree. What about at uh, tight end? We've got, uh, we've got the two studs at the top. We have Travis Kelsey at 7,900. Mark Andrews is 6,600. Mark Andrews dropped the two touchdowns last week, which was maddening. I actually played him. I play, I was really good in tournaments last week. My cash team was terrible for the first time in a while. I had Anderson cash, and that was that was tough to watch. Um, those are the two expensive guys. In the middle, we got Hawkinson and George Kill in the 5,000s. We've got the, the usual names down in the cheap range. What the heck are you doing at tight end this week? Yeah, um, I had a ton of Andrews, too, last week. Um uh, I, I I hate to say it. I, I had him in cash too, but but I still cashed. Oh, um, nice. Hey, don't don't <laughs> hate to say that. We want we want people to listen to you. That's a good thing. Yeah, that, that was thank that was a lot. Big thanks to Garrett Wilson and a couple other things. But um, anyways, yeah, tight end. You know, the expensive guys, obviously. But I think at least right now, it looks like one of the weakest. Um, cheap ranges that I've seen in a while. And, you know, people love to play these cheap guys for cash games. So they're going to, I guess, three guys, three sort of mid-range cheap guys that people will consider for cash, at least right now. Friermuth, 4300 starting there. That's the most expensive. I still don't think people, people just don't like to pay that for Friermuth, though, in cash games at least. Um, and Joku... Yeah. Joku has a good projection uh, for 3,900, assuming he's healthy now that Deshaun Watson's back. 
and then um, Foster Moreau. Um, he's he would probably be one of the most popular just right now. I mean, and you know, it's tough with Foster Moreau, but seven targets last week and, a, and another touchdown and just just a good matchup. But I don't know, Scott. Like, give me something. There's there's not much this week. Yeah, I wish I could give you more. Um, if I want to spend a little bit, I do kind of like TJ Hawkinson this week at 5,200. He's just been really active with the Vikings. Five putts catches in all four games. Uh, his targets last three weeks are nine, I think nine, 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 and six. Like, that's really uh, pretty good for a tight end at 5,200. I do like that. Um, I'd love to play Kittle. If, if Debo doesn't play, I think I might, I might play Kittle at 5,000. Very hit or miss, though. The last six games as well. He has three games over 80 yards. Three games under 40 yards. So, like, either you're getting nothing or you're getting a ton. It depends on – he just blocks a lot. Uh, he would – it'd have to be no Debo for me. But if no Debo, um, suddenly he's very clearly the third option after Ayuk and C-Max. So, I do like that. If I'm going cheap, um, which I probably will this week, um, I think Jordan Aikens in Houston is really interesting. He's 2,900. Um, he has uh, – he had five targets last week. He's five for 61 touchdown. But he has 60-plus yards and two or three. He carries – Absolutely no floor. Like he could, he could be a zero for sure. But twenty nine hundred um, in a game that we think that they will trail. I just like the fact that these two out of three have been good games. You give me sixty yards, like at twenty nine hundred in that range, I'll take that every day. And if I go up a little bit, Hayden Hurst is an interesting cheap piece of the uh, of the of the Chiefs Bengals game. Nine targets last week, uh, six fifty seven. Although I think that Jamar Chase coming back hurts his target share probably. Yep, agreed. Uh, Hurst was Hurst was the chalk last week. Um, Chase back. Yeah, I don't know. Tight end is tough this week. Yeah, it it is tough. Uh, I probably I'm probably Hawkinson or Kittle, but I'm probably more if I play someone with it with some money. But I probably drop down to Najoku, Hurst, Akins. If it is probably where I go, and uh, I just uh, yeah, probably that uh, probably that Cleveland Houston game is probably where I'm going to end up with tight end, which is kind of strange. Mm-hmm. Uh, defense. Uh, it kind of seemed like a tough week. Nothing jumped out to me, but I'm gonna let you go first. What do you what do you like on the defensive side this week? Tough week for defense. Yeah, I think the cheap cash game defense is going to be the Steelers, 2,600 uh, at Atlanta. You know, it's not great, but they have some good pass rushers, and matchup against Mariota is always okay. Um, for the same price, the Jets look okay, but I think the Steelers will be the, the cash game choice there. But... Um, I think because there's no chalk, sometimes you'll have people go all the way down to to maybe even the Titans. But yeah, I don't know. I don't see anything. You gotta you gotta give me something, Scott. Uh, I like the Jets. I like the Jets at twenty six hundred. Oh, nice, um, nice. Yeah, I think that uh, we've got a, a, a chance here. To the Jets are just the Jets defense is pretty good. I mean, only had two sacks last week, but that was against uh, against Chicago. But then they had six, five, and six three weeks prior. Uh, Minnesota has get them some big sack games. They have seven to the Cowboys two weeks ago. They have four of the Bills uh, three weeks ago. So they've given up some big games. I think the Jets can make a play here. I think that uh, uh, if I would, I would take them over the Steelers this week if I had to. I think just think Atlanta just they're just so boring. They don't make a lot of mistakes. They just kind of want to run the ball. They want Mary to run the ball. I like I like a little more openness, uh, you know, for my mistakes. Maybe Cousins throws a pick. Yeah. I think that. Uh, and then, uh, then I, you know what I really like is is tough, but I kind of like the Niners at 3,100. They're priced way down facing Miami, but I think that if Taron Armstead does not play for Miami, there's some rumors he might actually try and give it a go. Um, I think the Niners are going to be able to get after Tua. I think they're going to be able to rush the quarterback. Tua's going to make some plays. But for your fantasy defense, I want sacks. I want some turnovers. Like I'm not that worried if they give up uh, give up some scores. I think, they're gonna give up, uh, I think Tyreek and Waddle are going to make some plays, but I think the Niners' D will also – um, so maybe give me uh, maybe give the Niners a price down this week at thirty one hundred to uh, to get some sacks, 
maybe take advantage of a, of a two a mistake or two. Yeah, I like that. Um, and yeah, I just wanted to say I didn't mean to make it sound like it's going to be chalk Steelers over Jets. They actually Steelers and Jets actually project as the two most popular right now. So Jets are right there with Steelers. Um, it makes me less excited. It makes me less excited for the Jets. Though. Still. Uh, I think that uh, I think the Seattle. If you have a few extra bucks against uh, against the Rams, are thirty six hundred. The Rams are just an absolute mess on offense right now. Although I think maybe they they may go conservative mode and not really open it up. But if they let uh, if they get if they get behind and Bryce Parkins has to throw it around a little bit, you know Seattle's got a pretty good chance to make a make a big play on defense. Yep. And then uh, if you go really expensive, I guess the Browns against Houston probably works. The Browns defense is uh, can can be pretty explosive. Houston's offense is abysmal, so you can do that. But the thirty nine hundred that's that's tough to get to with all the uh, all the uh, all the name guys we want to play on the offensive side of the ball. Yeah, I don't see how I'm going to spend up that high this week. Yeah, I don't either. I think I think Niners is probably as high as I go on defense at thirty one hundred this week. I do like that Niners call. So, anybody else you want to talk about? Anything else you want to talk about on this uh, on this slate? Uh, yeah, no, I don't think so. Well, we appreciate everybody listening. As always, we appreciate our sponsorship with uh, No House Advantage. Uh, I hope everybody has a really good week. If you want to follow us on Twitter, Ryan's at Ryan Belongi, B-E-L-O-N-G-I-A. If you want to get a really good soccer picks, I would follow that too because, holy hell, he's on fire right now. Although I feel like I've, I've upset him with the Uruguay news, so maybe he's, no, he's, no, mad. No, 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 he's no. mad about soccer right now. But, um, uh, yeah, they, they almost had a goal there at the end to get up on goal differential, but did not did not get it. And uh, almost uh, looked like they were trying to attack the ref at the end of the game. So it was, did not seem like it ended very well for uh, for the <laughs> Uruguay side. Uh, someone, they, they, someone had to be held back from uh, from going after the ref at, uh, at the end of the game there. So uh, good times. Uh, good times in Uruguay. But uh, I am at Scott Jensen. If you want to follow me on Twitter, we'll be talking uh, probably talking to football as the, the injury reports come out and stuff happens. Uh, you know, stuff obviously shifts around a little bit. But uh, you've got our main thoughts here. Hope everybody has a really, uh, really good week, and, and uh, we'll be back at you for week 14 next week. Hope everybody has a great week, and take care. Thanks, Scott. Good luck, everybody. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.